Hello and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up? A mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. And I'm Lindsay. And I'm Chris. And the first question I'd like to ask Chris is how are you holding up? I'm holding up pretty good. Physically broken, a little bit, uh, but mentally sound, which is... <laughs> oh. What a way to start. Yeah, right? If you're new to this podcast, we ask each other how we're holding up. Yep. And um, discuss it a little bit in the beginning. And usually it's... <laughs> yeah. If it turns us into a quest. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, we do kind of, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I feel a little weirdly disconnected today, but I think it's just because I'm, my brain has been turned off all day. Yeah. So that's how I am. Lindsay, how are you holding up? I'm doing magnificent. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing so magnificent? I, my partner and I decided to move away from the city and into a beautiful mountain range in a little tiny town in a big log cabin and yesterday we moved in and all of my friends helped me move and that is why i am physically broken it is not an easy place to get to there are many 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 steps to climb it was uh it was quite the elevation yeah so yeah it'll be good it's beautiful up there gang like oh my god yeah, it was a big decision that not everyone agreed with, but in the end, I think it was the right one. And that brings us to our topic this week, where we are going to talk about the idea of making a home. Yes, and what a home is and the importance of having one. Yes. So starting off, uh, what is a home? Now before you turn off your <laughs> radio sets, <laughs> your electronics, mm-hmm. um... I want just to mention that I think all of us have an idea of what a home is supposed to be from TV and movies. And so we all, of course, know what a home is. Sure. But um, how many of us really feel at home when we are home, you know? So what is a home, Chris? Uh, To me, a home is a place where there is no fear of being yourself, Mm -hmm. where there is no real, like... It is a safe place. It makes you feel at ease and to some degree happy. It is a place of happiness and comfort. Linz, do you agree with that? I would say I agree with that mostly. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, in in, I, in the dictionary it just says where one lives permanently. <laughs> but um I think I think for all of us, there's sort of a sentimentality of what mm-hmm. home is. Because it's different than having a place of residence. Yeah, that's like a house, an yeah. apartment, a, yeah. a hut. And there's been lots of times where I've lived in a certain location, or even just with my family, where I didn't necessarily feel at home. Mm-hmm. Um, not always someone's fault, just because it is what it is. And I think that that really does say more to what the idea of home is because when you're dealing with really low mental health when you're dealing with depression when you're dealing with anxiety you need a place that you can call your own yes whether that is a room whether that is an entire domicile whether that's even just a backyard 
that yeah. you just like want to chill in. Yeah. It it's a place that you want to spend your time. You know, when I decided to move up into the mountains, one of the major concerns from family members was um, you're going to be just so far away from anything. It's about an hour and a half to a major city. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of little towns in between then. But, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people thought, well, you're going to get isolated. Sure. You know, you're going to you're going to isolate yourself. It'll be harder for you to leave. It's already so hard for you to leave the home. Mm -hmm. um, but... I found that a lot of the times when I lived in in the middle of everything, I didn't feel I, – I, I would isolate myself yeah. because it was overwhelming. The sounds and the smells and having to just walk out and there would be a billion different inputs, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, it's being surrounded by everything that makes you kind yeah. of dig a hole in the ground and it's go, nope. It's overwhelming. Nope. It's overwhelming and I think I've always kind of longed for a very peaceful – quiet place where the, I'm surrounded by nature. I think any time you look to how to cure depression or how to cure um, just a, sort of a malaise, one of the things they say always is get yourself out into nature. So for me, I have been trying to actively make myself a home because where everyone told me my home was going to be or assumed it would be, it didn't end up feeling that way. Yeah. I've moved in with friends. I've moved in with people I've loved very much. I've lived where my, you know, my mother is, and I've, I have moments of feeling at home, but it never has felt like mine. Yeah. How about you? Uh, similar. I have moved in, I've, I've lived with family, I've lived with friends, I've lived with loved ones, and every single time I have moved somewhere, it has never been really my choice. Mm -hmm. It's always been a, a matter of this makes sense, or you had to? Yeah, either this makes sense, or I have to, or, you know, I have nothing better to try, so I may as well try this. Mm -hmm. Which, um, you know, it, it was it was almost always a situation of, well, there's friends getting together, they need another person. Mm. So, White I, night I, syndrome? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I've I've fought really hard to keep myself from falling into those kind of traps again. Uh despite it happening, no joke, like two or three times late recently where I've been like oh. people have asked me, been like, "Hey, can you move in with me?" And I was like, "No. Wow. <laughs> no, I can't." The, the funny thing is, um I I do really badly want to live on my own. I want to live in my own place. There's something that I've I've never lived completely alone before mm -hmm. and while I'm not leave, living completely alone now either it's different than having roommates who yeah. are your friends mm -hmm. or family members because I I've always kind of felt and I don't know if you guys experience this but like I'm like I'm in people's way or I'm a hindrance sure. mm -hmm. or and I just, it just like rubs me the wrong way. I remember my last apartment situation, my townhouse. It was a lovely little place yeah. in a fantastic location. You could walk to a lot of things. And I like never left the apartment. I would go home from work, play video games, stay in my room. And I was living with people in the beginning that I liked very much. Sure. And I just remember feeling like, oh, I'm going to give them space because they're downstairs and I'm going to go up into my space. And it just felt like every little thing I did was bothering them. Whether that was the truth or not, it started to rub me 
mentally the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And it became this anxiety that I started spending emotional energy and currency on that I didn't have. And so it became a super negative experience when nothing was even really happening. Yeah. See, my, my best experience with living with roommates was it, it came down to I loved being around them. Mm-hmm. And we encouraged each other a lot. That's like, there was a lot of similar personality uh, quirks and a lot of things that we all did that kind of supported one another, both good and bad, <laughs> because none of us were particularly clean, so I, it would get to a point where I'd be like, oh, Christ, I can't stand not having all these dishes done. And, you know, I one of us would eventually hit that snapping point and Binge clean everything. Clean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, like... It, I've I had a close experience of living on my own uh, to a degree. It was when I was working in Baltimore mm-hmm. and I was working for, you know, a company and they paid for me to live basically in this hotel for a month. Wow. A month and a month and two weeks. Wow. Uh, I was in a, you know, a suite by myself and I had all of the quote-unquote comforts of home, yeah. you know, I had everything that I could have needed to enjoy myself. I had, you know, video games, I had computer, I had, you know, comfortable everything, blah, blah, blah. I could walk anywhere I wanted damn near and get to what I wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, it really did actually feel like home at a certain point. And it was the closest I'd ever felt to it being home. At least one that was mine. My space. My ability to do what I wanted with the entirety of the space that was mine, at least. Like, I couldn't go out into the hallway and, you know, yeah. decorate the hotel or something. Right. But I, I would wake up in the mornings, I'd go out, I'd leave the hotel room, I was on, like, the fourth floor... And I'd look down. It was, like, one of those really pretty, like, kind of areas where it has, like, a friggin' waterfall. Oh, and, like, a koi pond in the middle jeez. of the... I was just like, this is... This is oh, really amazing. Not, this is amazing. Um, and so I'd go down. I'd have coffee. I'd have breakfast. I I would just sit. And I'd take time before I got my day started. And it was the closest I've ever come to actually doing that regularly. Because all the other times and places that I've ever lived, I've I've more or less just stayed in bed until it's time to get ready to go to work and then go to work. So do you think home is a place or an idea? A mixture of both? I think it is both. Yeah. I definitely think it is both. Because the idea of home definitely comes with the idea of comfort and relaxation and and being able to spend time with myself without Mm -hmm. hating everything around me Mm -hmm. but it also like it's also the place the place has to elicit that comfort it has to be the idea that i can look at think about that and go oh yeah that's nice yeah i've lived with partners in the past and our space was just not okay it was Mm. didn't you know it it wasn't healthy and it felt weird and and so in response to that i you know was high a lot of the time and out of it and mm-hmm. and playing video games or watching TV and I just got so depressed and so weird because mm-hmm. I never left even though I hated the space I never left again isolation yeah 
100% isolation. And I feel like in this new space, it's so open. It's such a happy place. It's so beautiful in the woods. And it's funny. I've always lived in the city pretty much. But whenever I've lived in a smaller town, I think one other time I've lived in a small town, I felt like I was able to be more a part of the community. Like, it was somehow more manageable if there were less people. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but it just feels that way for me. And see, it's funny to me because I'm so drawn to big cities. Yeah. I feel the most comfortable in big cities. I feel comfortable in, like, like your house I feel comfortable in. The new one? Yeah, the new one. But, like, if I was anywhere that remote Mm -hmm. for an extended period of time, I would feel really stressed out. And that might happen with me too. I don't know. I mean, this has only been, you know, day one and there will be problems and we will have seasons and I'm not used to having seasons. Oh, that's a doggy shaking. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are going to be issues. It's not supposed to be perfect. Home isn't perfect. Yeah, I think that's something that we kind of also have to think about for a minute is that home is not a perfect place it does not (laughs) it's not static yeah it ebbs and flows it changes with you know whatever your life is changing um but if you're dreading going inside you know you sit in your car after your day and you're dreading going inside of your supposed home or you're Mm -hmm. there and you have you feel like you don't want to sit and talk with people who are there or even just be in that space without somehow disassociating, mm-hmm. then maybe you don't have a home right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is It is really important that if you do not feel at home in the place that you are living... To figure out the reason and then to maybe, if you can't fix it, go from there. Yeah. So what happens when home no longer feels like home? I think I experienced that, um, and I think we all do to a certain degree, in my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Um, I started to feel like I was a bit more of a burden. There was more clashing going on. It ne- didn't feel like my space. And I think that's just part of growing up. You know, it's yeah. the natural um, growth pattern to, to empty net, to fight the authority figure. Yeah. You know, I I typically fall into a pattern of getting incredibly or increasingly annoyed Mm -hmm. when I was when I'm living at home Mm -hmm. because I I just want to sometimes be left alone. Yeah. And, you know, you you can, of course, vocalize that. Right. But it's not going to always be followed. And that's true in roommate situations as well. Right. But family, it seems like more of a difficulty. Where yeah. you're just like, they they feel some sort of weird, I don't know, And a lot obligation. of us, I think, don't have the means to always live on our own or with roommates. No. So you're stuck in a situation where you don't feel at home. And I think it's important for mental health to feel like you do have a safe place that you are yourself and you're cozy and you're happy. Mm-hmm. And even if, like, you had a shit day, you're like, oh, thank God I get to go home. Yes. Oh my god, yes. Because there's nothing worse than having a shit day and then going to a place that you don't want to be. Yeah, having a shit day and then going to a shit house full with shit people yeah. that you just can't deal with. And, yeah, it. I've been there. I, you know... <laughs> so what are some things you think people can do or what did you do to, or are doing, to try to make it feel more like home? 
I mean, ultimately, the best that I can do is to make the space that is yours, yours. Yeah. Like, try to do everything you can, fill your, like, fill your little area with as much comfort and care that, you know, you want to be able to utilize. You want to be able to go into a a little corner (laughs) of a space. Yeah. And just go, this is mine, I I live here. Yeah. This is mine. And I know it's hard for some people who are sharing a room with siblings, um, especially when you're an adult and you're sharing a room with siblings. There's no privacy. Yeah. So can there be multiple homes? I think yes. Yeah. I think, I think that there's a distinct advantage to having multiple places that feel like home. Yeah. Cause I've had, if I can, if I can think off the top of my head, uh, three or four places that have felt like home to me and that's it <laughs> and and now uh i'm down to like one or two so, that's hard yeah it's it's not it's not easy because when you if, if you get to a point where you're losing that space or you have no space at all that feels like home yeah and you're just looking for anything something you kind of have to make the best home that you can in your mind and for some of us that um that whole home idea was kind of ruptured at a young age because we had our parents divorce or separate yeah so then suddenly you've got two houses and two places to do holidays and two places to have your stuff and (sighs) yeah and so i think i don't i wonder how that affected me as an adult in finding a home because you know I think I I have always felt like things were so temporary Mm -hmm. it's never felt like okay this is where I'm putting my roots down I always feel like a sort of pull to keep moving keep you know I feel like after about six months I get kind of restless yeah in a space Ah. so it'll be interesting to see if this is the same because I've never done this where I've moved completely into a house that I chose with my partner that we chose together you know Mm mm-hmm and when you found this place, like, what was it really, ultimately, that, like, made you go, yes? It was immediate. I saw the pictures of it, because I've been searching for about a month, because uh, my partner, who was on uh, one of the episodes earlier, yes, he was looking to move out closer to work, and I just, I had time, and I like looking at rental properties, so I was looking, and for what was reasonable and feasible with our combined income, mm-hmm. um, was not what I, we'd always kind of imagined. We, and we talked about spaces and stuff. And so sure. finally I was like, fuck it. And I scrolled out of the Zillow map just a little bit to see what was in the surrounding areas. Yeah. I was like, Oh, there's stuff in the mountains. I wonder how much these, you know, places are. These are and probably I, thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. And I look at the picture is this gorgeous house. I'm like, wait, the whole thing is for rent for this amount. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I went through the pictures and I was looking and I and I fell in love with it. I looked up on Google Maps what the little town looked like. I looked up trying to find videos. I was just, and I was like, I know this is super far from your work in the opposite direction, <laughs> but would you be open to, you know, looking at it? And if you do, let's, let's do it. Let's move in together. Let's have a lifestyle change. Let's do this. So we went up and we checked it out. Well, at first it, you know, it didn't end up working because somebody else had gotten it and then it got back on, and I cried. And then it came back up on the market and we went up and it was just like immediate. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Cause like, 
I've only ever had that happen one time also where I just went to a place and I was like, this is it. You know, I think part of it is it reminds me of my grandparents' home I'm in Alaska. They had a very mm. open floor plan where you can stand on one side of the room and look to the other end of the house. That's nice. And you nice. can see everything. And, like, the windows on one side in the forest. So it just felt safe and, like, yeah, it felt like coming home, literally. Mm-hmm. That is so perfect. It was kind of magical. Yeah. Yeah. When you, um, when you do kind of find that place... Do you, um, how do I, how do I put this? Like, what happens to the other places that may have felt like home? Do they become, like, a weird secondary? <laughs> you know, I haven't really had a place that has felt super, super homey mm-hmm. for me in a while. I've always felt a little bit like a burden the last couple of spots. Mm. So I think I don't have anything to compare it to. Um, I do think that you can have other places that are a safe place for you, but I don't know if it ever feels 100% like home, at least for me. Yeah. And I think maybe that's my personality as an introvert. A part of me always kind of feels like I might be burdening the person whose home I'm in. Mm-hmm. Because I know for me, I go into hostess mode a lot of the time, and I wouldn't... That takes energy, so I'm assuming that other person who I'm with... Yeah. Is, is experiencing the same thing. So I always, and I was raised to not overstay my welcome. That yeah. is deeply rooted in me. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, I've been here for three hours. I should probably go, you know. Yeah. What do you think? I do think that, like, for me, I mean, I, I have not really felt at home anywhere lately. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen the next time I feel at home in a place. I might just, like, become a squatter and just live there for the rest of my life. Man, I when I was up there with my partner, we just, like, looked at each other at one point and started laughing. Because, like, is this even real life? It feels like yep. we're on a holiday or something. It's so silly. And, it, and I'm so glad that we took control and we really figured out budgeting-wise and really were like, can we make this feasible and realistic? And then went for it. Yep. Because I think a lot of us talk about doing stuff like this and then they don't. Oh, yeah, no, for real. It's it's hard to, like, make that change, to make that hard choice. It's a of huge just going, lifestyle change. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, if there's one takeaway to take from this, it is absolutely, don't be afraid to try. Yeah. Don't be afraid to experiment. And you might be surprised, and I think I might well as well, of how much your mental health is tied into, like... I mean, we all know that it's tied into the people and the place that we are in, but really yes. how much it is. I mean, because waking up and not feeling stress or anxiety mm-hmm. today was the first time I felt like that in months. Yeah. The the most that you had to worry about at this point was just like, well, let's go get supplies. Yeah. Let's open up some boxes and yeah. look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> And that is really the best that we can hope for. So I hope you all find your homes. Yes. Or enjoy or enjoying the ones that you have. Yes, absolutely. Could not agree more. Take the time today to really just live in your little home and just be there for a minute. Yeah. It's totally gonna be worth it. And if you're still looking for a home out there, if you're still looking for a place that Makes you feel comfortable. 
makes you feel love, it's going to happen. And sometimes you just have to go a little bit outside the box. Yep. Sometimes you just got to take a leap. Yep. But as for us, follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Like our Facebook page, subscribe to the subreddit. If you want to support us directly, visit our Patreon. Or if you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. Thank you guys for listening in this week. And as always, don't tell us to just get over it.